Welcome to Mandatory Reshoots. We're the movie and TV review and trivia podcast. Today, I'm joined by my co-host, fresh off his second Moderna shot, giving his highest stakes appearance yet as he could pass out at any moment. It's Eric Sweeney, everyone. Moderna bros. Are you Moderna, Scott? No, I'm a Pfizer guy. Oh, I'm a Pfizer bro too. Sorry, Eric. Sorry. Um, total, total Pfizer guy. Um, I stand alone. I just love multinational corporations <laughs> like Pfizer. <Yeah>. So. <laughs> Best. They're my favorite. Eric, how are you doing though? You got the T virus sweats yet, or what, what's what's uh, happening? No, I'm I'm good. I got a little sunburn today. It was like 83 degrees here, so that's oh, about damn. it though. Does temperature alone cause you to sunburn now? Is that how fair skinned you become, sweetie? <laughs> well, no, there was sun. I was hoping that the vaccination <laughs> there was, was. There was there sun. Was, I knew there, there would was, be sun. I did yeah. not know it would be that much sun. Speaking of sun, yeah, who is that talking? We have a special guest today joining us once again, taking a break from fishing the streams of Colorado. We have attorney and part-time Willow enthusiast, Scott Burrow. I do really like Willow. Oh, we know. Yeah. We know. You know yeah. They're making a, a remake or something on Disney Plus, I guess. Yeah, I wish year, they would Scott. stop remaking everything. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, hold on. Let's talk fine. about Mortal Kombat. <laughs> well, we've got to, okay. Uh, either way, on this episode, we're doing a double feature review, reviewing Godzilla vs. Kong and Mortal Kombat. We are starting with Godzilla vs. Kong at Eric's request in case he dies in the middle of the interview. He doesn't want to... <laughs> His last words to be about Mortal Kombat, apparently. So that's fine. So yeah, let's let's kick it off. Scott, since you're the guest, why don't you tell us your thoughts on Kong versus Godzilla? And at the end, we'll I'll maybe ask everyone to rank the recent universal kaiju efforts. Well, okay. So first of all, I didn't take notes before coming to this podcast. So I apologize in advance for that. I've just been occupied with some other things lately. So I'm woefully underprepared. I almost I will say. Prepared. <laughs> I will say that so I really 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 enjoyed Godzilla versus King Kong. And so I think I've watched it I don't know like maybe like 5 times already. A lot of times I just put it on the background while I'm doing other stuff. You know, I tune in for the fight in Hong Kong which was mm. pretty amazing. Uh but I really liked it and I think I really liked it a lot because really they didn't have much plot at all which I prefer Quite frankly, I would like to see the next Godzilla movie not have any named human characters whatsoever. <laughs> that would be ideal for me. I would just want to see kaiju battles the whole time. And so I hope that the, they seem to be taking a step in that direction. And I find that a very positive development. How about just an occasional shot of a human just for scale and then they cut yeah. it no, I like it like when they can have like a little bit of human commentary where they're like, oh, it looks like Godzilla's winning or, you know, like that's fine, right? Like similar to the Japanese movies back in the day. Yeah. I don't mind that. Um, but I don't, I don't care about Millie Bobby Brown's family. I don't care about this whole situation with, well, actually I do. I will say I kind of like the Kong plot line with the girl who can sign to him. I did like that actually. She was so I take best, it back. Best human character by far. That's <laughs> the one that didn't best. talk. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, she had very few lines. She was great. I I really like that aspect of it. Yeah, if we um, could get more of our human characters to be mute, <laughs> that would be great. Well yes. like I didn't care at all about that fucking guy who lost his brother in the prior attempt to get to the center of the like who cares about that guy? I really was hoping he would die, but he didn't die. So, oh, Skarsgård? Yeah, I thought he was. Yeah, gonna die. sure. That was. Yeah, I should have died. That was the. That was the one thing of all the characters. Like his was just like you're introduced to him as like this loony science writer who no one believes his theories, and he's like got a beard, just hanging out at home. And then, like two scenes later, he's like yelling at people to fire guns at Kong. And, and <laughs> yeah, he's like he's somehow like, in charge of everything. Yeah, <laughs> like, like what? <laughs> that didn't make any sense. I just it'd be I like just... some university professor being like put in charge of a huge military operation. Yeah, yeah it doesn't. It, it doesn't really make any sense. But I, I do agree with you. Like I, I, I did enjoy it. Probably had the most fun with this than all the other movies. But yeah, the characters are just so dumb. The plot is barely there i was like very surprised at how this turned into a fantasy film going into the center of the earth like was that is that something that's in part of any of the godzilla or i Kong think so lore? the the hollow earth concept right yeah I mean, I mean i think that that's kind of important because they have to have some explanation as to how these critters 
have been living for millions of years, but yet we don't see them, right? Yeah. And so I didn't I didn't mind that there's this like fantasy land that's in the center of the earth. Like I thought that's ridiculous. It is. Yeah. Ridiculous I, I in I, an awesome way. Yeah, like, no, I, I can I like that. it. Like a Brendan Fraser mummy movie. The just yeah. the right amount of ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, or like the core where like they're just yeah. going to the center of the earth and it's like, oh, like we're going to have this like sonic ray thing that can for some reason <laughs> make a hole through the earth. Are you saying we're going to hit? Are you using the core to say how good this movie is? is I like, actually like. You yeah, like the core? Confession. Uh-oh. The core is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. But, but I really like there it. You, you enjoy watching it. Yeah. I it's, it. it's literally so dumb that I can't comprehend that somebody wrote it <laughs> and that it was somehow made as like a big budget. Movie. Everyone signed off on it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Hillary Swank <laughs> took go. money to be in that movie. Oh, yeah. 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 Probably a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I but it was just kind of crazy. Like I didn't expect that at all. And then I just kind of rewatched the scene where they tell Kong, your family's down there. And then he goes through a gravity well, and then they follow, they go in the speed of light somehow. Like, where's this gravity well coming from? And then he, what happens with Kong in the gravity well? I don't get that. Like, I don't know. Uh-huh. He's fine. Him. Yeah. Uh, that, that whole thing, and it like turns into spaceships with anti-gravity shit. Like, I, I did not expect that at all. Um, but I definitely enjoyed it. Like, I think it, it, it really just kind of made you, like, really not care about the characters and the plot at all you're just like on along for the ride then because of how ridiculous it was wouldn't a helicopter have been able to accomplish (laughs) the same thing anyway where they're saying that there's this gravity inversion at a certain point where it's going to like flip around if you had a helicopter wouldn't it just like you know you just flip back around you'd be fucking around yeah i guess so there you go plot hole I don't know, there, a plot that's hole. the only plot hole regarding oh, that. That's, that's the only plot hole in the movie. But I will so say, I, I felt like a helicopter would have been done just fine, and it wouldn't have cost as much money. <laughs> no, probably, probably not. Yes. Did you guys like the random chick that I don't even remember that they named her? They were just like, "Oh, here's like a hot chick who's the related daughter? to the evil dude." Yeah. Oh yeah, she's yeah. gonna be here for a while, and, and then until she's killed off right away. Yeah, I like it because I don't think they ever named her. So you knew that she wasn't going to be. She's got to have a name. Right? I don't think she had a name, did she? I don't. I don't recall it. That's for sure. You would be the expert, having watched it five times, Scott. I will say that <laughs> once. I don't so think yeah. she's named. You tell us. <laughs> yeah, we'll go with that. Connor, what, is, what, did, what were your thoughts on it? Oh yeah, pretty similar. I will say I've forgotten a lot of it, not in a bad way, just that it, it's it's essentially like pure sugar, where you're just like you watch it and it's great, but I didn't retain much of it. Um, you're not thinking a lot during yeah exactly i I do think sort of expediting the human storylines was like amazing for the movie because the prior movie which is king king of monsters godzilla king of monsters i think yeah i thought that was awful like there were some cool kaiju battles in there but they really those humans are aggressively dumb in a way that, (laughs) that can't be ignored and yeah. and they didn't really get smarter in this movie, but they just sort of fast forward through it. So it's just like, whatever. But the prior movie, their decisions were so baffling that I couldn't let it go. Like uh, Vera Farmiga's character in the last movie, her decisions like were some of the dumbest I've ever seen in any movie, let alone. We're going to save the world by unleashing them all. <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> yeah. So I also yeah. was like weird that Millie Bobby Brown was like in on it too. And then like once it happened, she's like, oh, this is what I sound like. Yeah, that for. was weird. I yeah. about that. Millie Bobby Brown still being in these movies is a little confusing. I like I was excited when they teamed her up with Brian Tyree Henry and Julian Dennison, who I, I really like, but their storyline was completely forgettable. You can like, complete you can remove it completely from the the film all they accomplished is they temporarily stun mecha godzilla momentarily but you could but do that any other way with, with, i don't with, understand why didn't they just blow up the skull that was like connected <laughs> to everything right well, like it was not- clear that Ghidorah was controlling him so why didn't they just like blow up the area around Ghidorah? i thought i thought at like some point it got disconnected and so that mecha godzilla was off on its own disconnected and that's why that that guy that was controlling him no longer could and then he died and i guess he was the son of son uh, of surizawa yeah so, yeah from the previous they didn't movie. really delve into yeah that, they didn't even, they didn't say that at all <laughs> that's ken ken watanabe's character's son? yeah 
Yeah. Well, his last name is Surizawa, so I assume they never fleshed that out. But I have yeah, there's some deleted scenes yet. probably. Do you do you remember in the last movie how excited Ken Watanabe was to be killed off? Like, yeah, to finally be done. <laughs> like he does it as a sacrifice. He's like, thank you, but you can tell that he's thanking the producers for letting him go contractually. <laughs> he's like, Oh god, thank you. It's like Idris Elba when he fucking died in the Marvel movies. Yeah, he was ready to go. He was. Uh, he was like, excited. "You can't put me in. A, you can't put me in another one of these. You have to kill me." <laughs> yeah, he's kill me. But yeah, yeah, so like he's the Mecha Godzilla is like on its own with Ghidorah's mind in it. But then they just pour whiskey on some computers, and then that that solves it. I guess it was. Yeah, I I I had like a list of all these things I was thinking of for plot holes and stuff but that was why, like why even break but yeah i'm just like you, talking about it is this yeah. you guys are saying you like the dude for, he's that dude from like hunt from the for the wilder people right yeah, yeah, he does. yeah, yeah. yeah. The, he's great he but he was completely he forgettable in this didn't book. do that much yeah no i think from it was Atlanta. fine because the, they didn't have them do much and what they did do like conveniently led to more monster battles like when they got transported through that rail thing to yeah. hong kong and then they end up in this huge like arena with the skull walkers or whatever they are. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was awesome. I mean, I thought that scene was cool where they like cut them in half with the Mecha Godzilla laser. That was sweet. Yeah. Yeah. The Hong Kong battle, I think was, was certainly the the benchmark for this franchise. That was pretty sick. Yeah. They should just destroy Hong Kong in every movie (laughs) moving forward from here. There's like scaffolding at the beginning of every, and they're like rebuilding and they're like, Oh no. Every time, just take yeah. it down. In terms of holdover human characters, there were times I couldn't even recognize if people in this movie were introduced in the prior movie and I'd forgotten them, or they just were doing lazy exposition. Like Skarsgård's character is not in the last movie, is he? Yeah, you know? he's no, he's not. Rebecca I think that dude Hall? from Friday, the dude from Friday Night Lights, is though. Yeah, Kyle, Kyle Chandler, Chandler and his daughter. Also, night. also, did you know that he is in the King Kong that Peter Jackson did? Yeah, that's right. He's, yeah. The, he's the kind of star who's supposed to be a hero, but is kind of a fake hero. I yeah. Think. Although he does actually act like a hero at a certain point because he does come to help them later on oh, on Skull yeah. Island. But Adrian Brody kind of takes his like hero role in, in a sense, right? It's been a minute yes. since I've seen Peter Jackson King Kong, but I do yes. remember Andy that's a Serkis's, good King Kong. Andy Serkis's head being eaten by those bugs. Yeah. I will never forget. Oh yeah, yeah, it's horrifying. Yeah. Otherwise, I think that was it. That was just Cal Chandler and Millie Bobby Brown were the only two holdovers from Rebecca Hall's movie. character. Is Rebecca Hall in this movie? She's yeah. in this movie. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. But <laughs> the she, dude she, from the dude from West Wing and Billy Madison was not in this one. Right. Oh yeah, Bradley Whitford. Yeah. He was not yeah, Bradley Woodford did not make it, I, which I thought was bad because I thought he was good in the last movie. He's probably the only funny part from from the last yes. movie. Jeez. Yeah. Presumably, Millie Bobby Brown's mom is in jail somewhere. I thought she, I think she died. She, I think she dies, Scott. I think she I think does she, the she like. Die? She gets stomped on, maybe. I think she sacrifices by taking the signal thing and drives off to distract Ghidorah or something, and then yeah, uh, okay. I think she gets stomped or something. But you don't really. Actually, I just, I, re, I rewatched that. Uh, before watching this like you know a month ago and i didn't remember any of it um but it wasn't really clear that she died like they just kind of showed her drive off and then you pretty much assume she died but it was kind of weird i don't think she wants to come back there's no way vera formiga wants to come back nobody wants to be in these movies right i mean the problem is a lot of money and not really playing hard stuff what do you do like you film for like a week and you're done like i mean like you're probably in front of a green screen and you're just like, oh. Yeah, round two goes to Kong. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. Cut. <laughs> but it gets to you eventually. Ken Watanabe was visibly fatigued at the end of the second movie. <laughs> so it must it must have an effect on you. Do you remember, did, did any of you ever see the behind the scenes of The Hobbit where Ian McKellen's uh, shooting in a those. green screen void? And he's he's interacting with no one because of scale issues. And there's a moment where he like breaks down and starts crying, and everyone has to like go into the room and hug him. And it's like <laughs> maybe, maybe you shouldn't be filming like this if Ian McKellen's having like breakdown. He can't even do it. Yeah. So I mean, that, uh, that should tell you something. And he also was probably crying because those movies are so fucking terrible. I mean, yeah. like, let's be honest, they're I unwatchable too. That's another conversation. All right, so. <laughs> If we wanted to move on to ranking these, 
Ranked Godzilla vs. Kong, Godzilla King of Monsters, Kong Skull Island, Godzilla 2014, and Pacific Rim. Don't include the prior ones. So That makes sense. They're all in the last like eight years. Yeah, and Pacific Rim matches, I think. So, Scott, if you had to rank... Well, everyone's saying King, King of the Monsters is the worst, right? So I, I don't know. I liked King be. of the Monsters because Ghidorah's in there, and there's some really good kaiju battles. All right. Well, that's why we're. I mean, I agree that the plot. I agree that the plot is horrific, right? Like it's terrible. But I just like tune out to those parts, right? Like I just like you know when I've got it on the background, I just like do something else, and then yeah. If you can fast forward now, Ghidorah now Ghidorah's fighting Godzilla. (laughs) It's amazing. (laughs) Um, So Scott, give us your rankings. Okay, I I think I probably did like this one the most. Mm -hmm. So I'd rank this one as number one. Then I probably like Pacific Rim. Well, no, I probably like Pacific Rim the best. So I'd go Pacific Rim the best. Then I would go this one. Okay. Then I would go the first Godzilla that Gareth Edwards did. 2014. I really like that one. 2014. Yeah. Then I. Stuff before Cranston dies, and then it's downhill from there. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Like his son, like I just really wish his son would have died. Like that <laughs> oh, yeah. Had so many chances. And Elizabeth Olsen was somehow in that movie too. That was like the first thing I ever really saw her in. Um what happened? Okay, so then I would go probably Godzilla King of the Monsters and then Kong Skull Island. Okay. Is that all of them? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Eric. I really uh, didn't like Skull Island that much. I mean, I, I didn't like hate it. It was fine. Okay. Mostly Fair. against humans, so I didn't really care. Yeah, that's true. Um, I would say Pacific Rim. Hmm. Then, yeah, I don't know. It might be this one. Like, I like the first Godzilla, but it's just it's not re- as rewatchable. It's 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 not as fun. No. It's just kind of like too, yeah, yeah, it's not as too dark and too serious. Like you don't really see the the kaiju battles aren't as good because there's it's just kind of dark and and you can't really see as much which is also my problem with gods of uh, king of the monsters or whatever because I feel like it's just always dark and raining anytime there's a battle yeah to cover up poor CG I think yeah I guess so yeah Pacific Rim I'll go this then Kong then Godzilla then King of the Monsters so I, okay. I like Kong I, I did like Kong. I'm most probably because I like like John C. Riley and some of the characters in that. Oh yeah, he was um, good in that. I forgot he was <laughs> in that. He's he was like real beard. funny. Yeah, he's, he's so good at them. Yeah, Cubs yeah. fan. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll do almost the same. I'll go Pacific Rim. I'm surprised there's this much love for Pacific Rim. It's nice to hear everyone. Dude, Charlie Ke- Charlie Kelly, Ron Perlman, Guillermo del Toro. Even even if he doesn't get awesome. everything right, you could tell that del Toro puts a lot of love into his movies, where oh, some yeah. of these others have. Are just voids of, of love and charisma. Uh, yeah, there's no love. Yeah, yeah. I'll go Pacific Rim, this Godzilla, then I think what the hell? I'll go 2014 Godzilla, then Kong Skull Island, then King of Monsters, which I still think I, I agree with you, Scott. It does have cool battles, but those humans, I can't get them out of my head. They're just so dumb. <laughs> yeah, so they, bad. they make me so angry. Like I, I just can't let that that go. But uh, it is uh, it is painful. I mean, it is. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of our thoughts. Do we have anything else to offer I, on this before moving to Mortal Kombat? Are they done? Can I just? Are, are they going to make any more? I don't know. What What were the numbers with HBO Max? Combined? I mean, I, I know it's made like four hundred million worldwide. Yeah, like, it's it's trailer, making like, big bucks. It's making big money, like even before COVID, it would be considered like, oh, that's a success. Yeah, they're gonna um, keep making them. They're, yeah, they're just no like they're where they like, where they left it off. Like, uh, where do you go from there? I guess I don't know. Go to maybe some battle in the center of the earth. I guess I don't know. No, you gotta have some city battles. Where Kong with his axe somewhere? I don't know. I mean, I, it's an interesting. They'll find something here, but... and just not have it not make any sense. Like, how did they get that huge containment facility over the island and all its population yeah. was wiped out? Apparently, that's horrible. Mm. Maybe they'll show that. I will say there were some the, some other things about the movie that like we didn't talk about that were just really annoying. Like, I, I felt the fact that they kept Kong chained up when Godzilla was like coming at them to be like one of the dumbest things imaginable is like why would you not release him yeah like what is going on i mean you know they kind of like set it up where kong is going to be like humanity's protector and biggest ally and then for some reason they like don't like he's like destroying all the other ships 
let, let Kong loose. Yeah, and it's like, was... no, like we're going to wait mm-hmm. until he's almost drowning. <laughs> and then we're finally going to do something about it. It was kind of fucking dumb. Poorly planned. Yeah. It was, it was so, yeah, so weird when that, you kind of forget like, oh, that was a cool battle, but like hundreds of thousands of people died. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah like, Oh, all those yeah. like army people and those boats, like those those people are just dead. They lent them that yeah. fleet really quick. It went the like the move from the guy agreeing to do that and then having like an army fleet was like yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. it's like yeah. what? Well, that's how the whole monarch thing. Like they they yeah. have like these layers and like billions and billions of dollars, but they had like a flying fortress in the last movie. Like yeah. It, yeah. It, I was like, where did all this money come from for these it's guys? Simil- but- it's similar to Star Wars when somehow the Emperor in the last movie is able to assemble a oh, fleet God. of a hundred thousand star destroyers somehow with nobody knowing about it. How are they built if nobody knows about Scott, it? Scott, there was a line, Palpentine is back somehow. <laughs> so God. fucking dumb. Yeah. But yeah, it also was like weird, you know. I mean, they don't this is like too much of a intricate plot that you'd need to have, but just like the money. That some of these corporations have to develop something like Mecha Godzilla <laughs> without yeah, any leaks, with no I wanna, leaks. I want to see the Series B funding that they have to go through. They got to go to investors and entrepreneurs. I want to see that yeah. show. Yeah, they yeah. got to go to the board of a publicly traded company and be like, "Well, we're <laughs> developing Mecha Godzilla. I have no idea how this will be profitable, but yeah, are we, are we seeing extreme of Elon Musk, where we basically seeing Elon Musk unchecked essentially?" I guess if he didn't have to answer to any sort of board. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, okay. Well, that was uh Kong vs. Godzilla. Very enjoyable. Very dumb written by an eight year old yes. or no Super one. Dumb, maybe. But it was awesome. Yeah. yeah. It's also, it's also Godzilla versus Kong. You had oh. it flipped. Um, I just want to let you know that. Cause he prefer, he prefers time. Kong. Yeah. Kong's <laughs> the savior of humanity, Eric. And Godzilla is kind of an asshole. If you haven't noticed. He is, yeah. Really obsessed with coming out on top. We can all yeah. agree on that. Yeah. Toxic masculinity for Toxic sure. Toxic masculinity, exactly. <laughs> all right, uh, let's move on to Mortal Kombat, the feature that Scott and I really want to talk about. I don't know if Eric will have Yeah, this is amazing, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, well, let's uh, Eric go first since he, he seems to need to be hard sold on this. Eric, uh, what were your thoughts on 20, 2021's Mortal Kombat? I mean, I'm it was still, terrible. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. The fighting was was decent. I'm still waiting for the Mortal Kombat to happen. Uh, of the tournament? Yeah, the, they kept talking about this tournament. and then. Well, just, let me tell you something. Shang Tsung loves to cheat the Mortal Kombat tournament more than anyone. It almost never happens. Yeah, because... yeah he's always doing that. <laughs> yeah. But, but like, so he tried to cheat and failed, but there's still a tournament right like the, yeah the that's gonna come up in the next that's gonna be the next movie when they yeah. get they're johnny cage up, you gotta get johnny set, cage yeah you need johnny cage you yeah. definitely need johnny cage okay well yeah that I, I just it was weird that there wasn't an actual tournament that was kind of a letdown um cole cole uh he's not a, a character right no, he's, he's made yeah, for he's, this movie he suck balls but yeah, yeah. why yeah. why isn't cole just luke kang i don't understand i, I don't know he could have been anybody. He could have been Johnny Cage. They could have picked any like real character, and for some well, reason they throw I, this Cole guy. In I, there. I don't. Ridiculous. I don't want Johnny Cage to necessarily be the lead. I like. I think maybe Mortal Kombat should have an Asian lead. So Cole being sure. the lead is fine. But why not just make it Liu Kang, who's generally yeah. the protagonist of the series, more or less. Oh, he absolutely is the protagonist yeah, of the series. I, I was. I you know I thought it was going to be like oh he's no one, but then he becomes someone, and I yeah. thought he was going to become Scorpion like his grandfather or yeah you know, i did too i, I thought, thought it was, was gonna lead to that too. but then he just had like this weird armor and swords on his forearms like i didn't yeah. didn't really get it was that. dumb yeah, yeah. but dumb. i i did i did like seeing all the characters and i was like oh yeah kung lao yeah the guy with the uh, hat yeah. justice for kung lao the best character that always gets the worst fates that was he very always disappointed <laughs> but it, it was yeah. kind of cool it was kind of cool when he like had that flawless victory though yeah, that was the best death when he had that. What was the flying woman that had like one scene? I don't, I don't even know, know who, who that was. That lady yeah. was. I it don't got, know either. Yeah, it's just so odd that the first ten minutes are like pretty good and they're oh, relatively awesome. grounded. Yeah, and you're like, oh, this could be good, 
And then once they get to Outworld, you're like, oh no, this is goofy as hell. <laughs> and, and the tones just clash so hard. Like I almost, I thought the issue with this movie would be it'd be so super like serious and it would have no tongue in cheek humor. And in the end, it was. And then the, Kano showed up. And yeah, you're like... <laughs> Kano. He certainly fit that bill. But the first 10 minutes and the last 10 minutes were like legitimately good. I was like, why don't they just focus mm-hmm. on Sub Zero and Scorpion? Because that yeah, right. like, works really well. And those two actors aren't charisma voids like the rest of the cast. Like Joe Taslam from The Raid as Sub Zero is awesome. And then Hiroku Sonata, who's gotten 99% of samurai roles since Last Samurai, is also great. <laughs> But um, those two, you know, Kano was good too. Yeah, yeah, I like, he, he I did like Kano. He, that was that was saving a lot of the scenes for me. But I was finding just to be so bored when they weren't fighting. Like, I what? I don't, oh yeah. The whole and the although there wasn't a lot of stuff where they weren't fighting. Yeah, I mean, that's true. Like, was, what do you like? What plot developed? I don't remember his. Yeah, there was no wife. plot. They like anytime they has got, got a wife and daughter. Do you know their names? I don't. Yeah, I don't know that whole thing, and then like Sonia, like had that like Pepe Silvia board of string and 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 all these things. They were tracking all the fighters, and uh, she didn't know who Cole was, but he was all over her her board like it didn't make any sense and then i did i did but i did like uh jacks a little bit oh uh, how about uh, when jacks got his arms frozen and shattered that was yeah that was awesome yeah Yeah. that was still when the movie was very good uh and then they went to outworld and it was like why yeah let me let me say there are a couple things i thought were really cool so first of all that opening scene was amazing yeah and i really liked that it was kind of like they were showing behan like and like learning to be sub-zero because he didn't have like full frost power i don't think back mm-hmm. then it looks like, certainly not as much as he did later on in history it's kind of like when he was like just getting used to being sub-zero which mm-hmm. i thought was pretty cool i really like that um i really did not like that your ability to be a mortal combat fighter is like inherited through your genes. I hate, I, I hate that shit. <laughs> I like it when somebody can just be like, that's why I hate the Skywalkers. Like I don't give a shit about the Skywalkers. I want other people to be able to become Jedi and things like that through skill and effort. And so what, what I was getting really annoyed with is I liked Sonia because she's clearly like super driven, like getting all the shit done and then it's bullshit. Like, I thought it would have been cooler if she, like, somehow got her arcana just through, like, hard effort and grit. That would have been a lot cooler than, like, her having to get the, you know, the, the mark, the, the, steal mark. the tattoo by killing someone. Yeah, yeah. it's like, fucking dumb. And then, like, but then her arcana just, like, sh- like we didn't see the, her develop it. She just kind of unleashed it. Uh, I think it's because she was already proved she was kind of, like, the toughest of them all. But, yeah, I, yeah, I guess... My, I guess my thought was when she fired those the pink lasers or whatever, was that the first time she has ever done that and she didn't know what was going to happen? Or, yeah. But like, yeah. Why how do you know what your arcana is? Them? How do you know what your arcana is before it? You, before you don't. Get it? Imagine her like after killing Kano is like, what if I do this? Or what if I do this? And like, does something cool happen? Oh, melt like, your own face off? Yeah, well, I was just kind of like she didn't know what her arcana was. So she's trying different moves until something pink came flying that's not the most annoying arcana (laughs) discovery most annoying one is giving jacks like starter arms (laughs) (laughs) like i I don't understand that concept like to give him like yeah starter arms i'm like why it doesn't make sense it didn't make a ton of sense i mean they're kind of just like i think they're trying to make it seem that like your arcana can even be like mechanical things that pop up because there are a lot of mortal Kombat fighters who have like True. mechanical special moves. So they're trying to make it seem like that's how it happens. But yeah, I don't know. It was freaking stupid. The fact that it's like inherited. It's uh, yeah, like, like so that. annoying. Yeah. Got yeah. Skywalker PTSD for you. Yes. <laughs> Palpatine PTSD. So why the last um, Jedi was so cool. I thought like anybody could become powerful. They certainly and hinted at like, that with the kid, but that's then they're like, cool. oh wait, no, the British monarchy's the best. Let's go back <laughs> to Skywalkers. Yeah, so Shang Tsung didn't do a ton of fighting in this movie, which really made me annoyed that they didn't just use Carrie Hiroki Tagawa from the old movies, even though he's 70 years old. Because Chin Han <laughs> Chin Han's kind of sucked as Shang Tsung. Yeah. yeah. I think just, I don't know if he was bad, it's just the other guy's just so good. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So bring him yeah. back. He still does yeah. the voice of 
Shane Sung in the games and he's awesome. Everyone knows <laughs> yes. he like Shane Sung's supposed to be an older character anyways. Yeah. So why not just bring him back to choose scenery? Because he was the best part of the original, I think. Oh. If you go if you go back and rewatch it, he's just yeah, he's so awesome. good. It's also because Shang Tsung is like so villainous and scary too, just with like the fact that he eats everyone's souls and just becomes like, you know, immortal and more powerful as time progresses. Yeah. Like, yeah. Chin, Chin Han was very bland in this. Oh, was... yeah. Here, here are some of the dumb things that like happened. I mean, there's a ton of dumb things that happened. It was <laughs> yeah. like very dumb. I mean, I loved it, but it was really dumb. But like, so like Liu Kang, he like finds them and discovers them when they're walking mm-hmm. in the desert. He's like, oh, I finally found you. Yes. And his like whole job was to like search for them. It's like, what the fuck were you doing? It doesn't sound like you were searching for them at all. You waited until they got like a mile away from where you were located, and you're like, oh, I found them. Oh, I found them. Thank now God, I found them a, a mile away from the temple. He yeah. was definitely neglecting his duties, and then was like, yeah. oh, there they are. And I love how they're like, oh, the tournament's coming up in a month, and this is the first time we've set out to try and find anybody except for <laughs> Liu Kang and Kung Lao. It's like, what? Have, what have we been doing? Revision just like Raiden's just like sitting around sleeping all day like what is raiden doing they don't have a great plan yeah that was weird also there was like some sort of like rivalry or something between was it lu kang and kung lao they're cousins right but but there was a time where like kung lao like introduced i am kung lao son of champion kung lao great kung lao they kind of show (laughs) lu kang kind of being like yeah, in the games, there is some jealousy between okay. Kung Lao and Liu Kang. Like, Kung Lao is kind of jealous of the fact that Liu Kang is, like, Earth's protector and number one defender, this, especially this because he is way. a descendant. This right. is the other way. Liu Kang was jealous of Kung Lao. Right. But yeah, I'm just I, telling you what it was like in the games. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just, I, I, I guess I didn't know that in the games. There was a bunch of little moments like that where they're, I thought they were going to go dive into something, like, with the characters, but they're like, no, we got to fight. Well, you don't want to be drowned in exposition in this. Period. Not exposition, but, you know, make you like the characters a little bit would be nice. But yeah, I mean, that would have been nice. I did like the design and, and look of Cyrex. Is that his name? Yeah. yeah. Or no, that is that Cabal? Cabal. It's Cabal. Cabal. Cyrex, yeah. Cyrex yeah. and Sector are full on robots. Cybers. Cabal is a person with a rebreather on courtesy of Kano, I guess. I don't know. If yeah, I, I did Kanan. like there was like some history there between them. That was yeah. really kind of cool. Yeah. And then Kano just was like, yeah, how much money? Okay. Did you like that they set up Noob Saibot? Yeah. Gotta love that. Uh, what's yeah. that? I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Bihan becomes Noob Saibot. And so that's when, when Shang Tsung takes him at the end. He's like puffs up in a black smoke. Yeah. Yeah. That's setting up Noob Saibot because that's yeah, what he okay. does. So he's one of yeah. the best characters. He's awesome. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't know all this lore. Yeah. Uh, I just thought it was a fighting game. No, there's, there's like there's deep lore. There's a lot. Yeah. There's eleven games. Eleven. <laughs> wow. Did you guys? Did you not play Mortal Kombat Eleven? Oh, I did. Yeah. No, no. Yeah, it's awesome. It's no, like it's essentially out. like a video game movie that goes on for like four four hours. You just yeah. Their, cut, their cutscenes are quite lengthy. They even had a whole DLC story uh, add-on that was actually pretty good called Aftermath. Yeah, I agree with Scott. Yeah. It's it's wow. pretty good. Yeah, more- uh, trashy storytelling. Yeah, it's okay. awesome. So yeah, Mortal Kombat okay. 11, the way the story mode works is you're just seeing cutscenes of a movie that leads up to a certain battle with a certain person. Right. Then it goes, then as soon as that battle's done, you go to the next like cutscene that like sets up what they're all doing to so it's like an yeah. interactive three hour long movie. It okay. would be yeah. the story mode in Mortal Kombat 11. Yeah, the story of those games are better than what we're seeing here, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. yes. the outworld, the outworld stuff isn't as clash as much because it's very ridiculous so you get characters like Kotal khan and stuff like that are actually pretty cool and some of the other cons yeah. and and quan chi and stuff like that katana khan now oh nice i like it reptile kind of sucked yeah well, i was very disappointed that reptile was a literal reptile and not ninja reptile i did like the the use of the flare and the knife that was kind of like smart like i'd wasn't expecting something like that in the movie. Um, yeah, Kano. Kano's good. That guy's Josh Lawson's a comedian, and he. I don't know if he can do martial arts, but he fit into the role pretty well. Oh yeah, he was one of the few people who had some presence outside of Sub Zero and Scorpion and Jax. When he got his uh, Arcana, I love that scene. Just because they were like, go, they were just goading him along with his anger, and then <laughs> he gets his laser eye. Yeah, yeah. Originally, Kano was supposed to be japanese and then when they did the movie version of that guy 
played him as an Australian, and the creators loved that so much that they just retconned it. And that's why they got Josh Lawson, who is also, I think, Australian, just to do Australian Kano again. The same same stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, why not? That's a good character otherwise. Yeah, I think he killed it for sure. Just remember my favorite moment, the Liu Kang Kano sweep the leg thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. He just keeps sweeping the leg. (laughs) That, That was like, oh, I know that from the video game. That was pretty good. Although I think that was like, didn't they always say that when Johnny Cage did the sweep the leg? Yeah, Not it's still, generally. It still worked as a reference, though. As an Easter egg, yes. I felt like it was like pretty good. I'm trying to think if there were any other buried Easter eggs other than obvious ones like Johnny Cage being hinted at. Yeah, so who do you, who do you want to be Johnny Cage? Who do we Keanu Johnny Reeves. Cage? Keanu Reeves, yes. They would never get him, but it would be so awesome. He'd be the perfect Johnny Cage. Yeah, I, I can't really. I wasn't thinking of that, but now that I see him with the sunglasses on, it's like, of course I want Keanu Reeves. <laughs> <laughs> it was like that April Fool's thing that I saw that got me really. Oh yeah, to, yeah, to be right. Keanu Reeves now. Yeah, I so Eric, I guess were, were you able to shut your brain off and enjoy this, or you kind of were like, eh? I mean, I, I enjoyed the fights. I guess you know, you guys come from a, a larger background with the video games. I, I don't like. I just played. Like I don't think I played much after Mortal Kombat three or something. Mm, um, so I'm ago. yeah. So I'm not. I'm. I'm because you're like a Nintendo guy. No, no, I was a Sega guy. Uh, you were like an N64 guy. I was more mm. N60. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't have anything until a Sega, and then we got the N64. Yeah. Perfect so never, Dark till you die. Perfect Dark NFL Blitz. Oh, yeah. Um. Yeah, but yeah. So I I didn't I didn't really care about all the lore and stuff like. It was just boring, really. Um, but I did enjoy. I did like. I I I, I kind of liked it, but it, it wasn't good. I would say I if, enjoyed it. But it's if like, the first ten minutes and the last ten minutes were smushed together as a fan film, would you have liked that? Yeah, like I saw that fan film that they, they made a few years ago that I really liked. That kind of was like a noir type thing. The Michael um, Jai White one, the yeah. series they did. Yeah, like that. That was kind of a cool. I setup. haven't seen that. No, yeah. it's good, good. Scott. It's kind of like the tone. Yeah, it's very serious, but it, it works. It was pretty good for YouTube type of stuff. For was YouTube it an actual fair? show? I thought, I thought it was just like one, like a small, like 10, uh, 10 minutes short film. I can't, yeah, I can't remember how it was distributed or, or what it was. But yeah, if, if you look it up, Scott, it's still around. Is Michael, Michael, J., is Michael J. White the guy that's in... Um, Spawn? Uh, no, uh, Black Dynamite? Yes, that's also Michael Jai White. Michael Jai White is Spawn, Black Dynamite. He's in Dark Knight. He's the guy who gets killed by Joker. Yeah, Michael Jai White's, and he's legitimate black belt in a bunch of stuff. So Michael Jai White's. Yeah. Dude, he's awesome. He's awesome in Black Dynamite. Oh, yeah. We're jacked. Yeah. I think one of my favorite lines in Moviedom is still when he goes in to fight that guy and the boomerang hits him and he goes, I threw that before I came in the room because <laughs> you never see him throw the boomerang. And it's like, where did that come from? Uh, it's so good. There's another good line in that too, where he goes and he's talking to all the drug dealers and he's like, I'm here to stop you all from dealing black drugs dynamite. in the I deal drugs. <laughs> Yeah, there, there's a it's ton like, of good lines in there. Oh my god, dude, that movie's so amazing! I can't yeah. believe that that movie's not more popular. It's oh. so good. Well, at one point, Eric and Sam Alcaraz and I were a trivia team, and we competed under the name of Crenshaw Pete, which was one of the oh, yeah, one of Black Dynamite, <laughs> and we won. And they're like, "Winning is Crenshaw Pete," and we're like, "Yeah." <laughs> All right, so I actually have a trivia round for both of you. It's going to be a co-op Mortal Kombat trivia round where you two work together, not against each other. Uh, And you'll probably lean lean on Scott, I would assume. uh, It's Mortal Kombat, yeah. All right, question one. Mortal Kombat 1's base roster had seven playable fighters. Name all original seven Mortal Kombat fighters. Okay, so it's Johnny Cage, Sonya Blade, Uh Liu Kang, Uh Sub-Zero, Scorpion. Kano? Yeah, you're mi- and you're missing one more. You got six out of seven. And it's an obvious one. Shang Tsung or Raiden? Oh, Raiden. Raiden, yeah. yes. Okay. All right. Yeah. Sounds good. Go. Okay. Uh, question two What year did the original Mortal Kombat game debut in? It's multiple choice. Uh, 1992. Oh, damn. We don't need multiple <laughs> choice. Uh, <laughs> dunk done. Uh, okay. Question three. For the 1995 adaptation of Mortal Kombat, despite being the likeness that inspired the character, 
This martial arts star turned down the role of Johnny Cage, opting to in instead star in another martial arts video game turned movie, which would release in 1994. Name this martial arts star. Can you repeat so, the question? So, what so was, Okay, it yeah, is, say it again. It's Johnny uh, Cage's inspiration who decided correct. to act in a different movie in 1994 instead of Mortal Kombat. Correct, which was also a video game turned movie. And I think there's some clues to who this is in Johnny Cage's move set in the game, I would say. Jean-Claude Van Damme. That's a pretty good guess, Eric. Yeah. Yeah. Street uh, Fighter was the movie? Correct, yes. Yeah. It was. Uh, question four. Later Mortal Kombat games incorporated playable DLC characters from outside the universe, including Kratos, Spawn, Freddy Krueger, and Jason Voorhees. Which of the following was not a playable Mortal Kombat DLC character? And it's multiple choice. All right, uh, so we're looking for the one that is not a playable character. A, Leatherface, B, Rambo, C, Candyman, or D, Predator? I know Predator and Rambo are in the game, so okay. it's one of the other two. Leatherface so, or Candyman would be your choices left. I would say I think Candyman. Candyman. I think Predator. Candyman. Sounds good. We'll move on to the next one. Um, Wait, were we course. right on that one or wrong? Well, we'll go, we'll go after them at the end. If oh, that's okay. okay. All right, okay. He likes uh, to sometimes react with, yeah, that's right, uh, until you know, but then, sometimes he keeps it a mystery. Sometimes I, I like to withhold things like uh, Lucille does Lucille. with Buster. Yeah. It's like, here's a yeah. <laughs> um, All right. The question five, the success of Mortal Kombat spawned a number, a number of imitators in the mid-90s appearing in arcades in Sega Genesis and Super Nintendo consoles across the country. Of the many clones, the most prominent were a 1993 fighting game named for a style of animation, a 94 fighter with a prehistoric spin, a 1994 midway design mimic, which introduced players to super combos, and a 93 Sega Genesis exclusive about fighters who were recruited moments before their untimely deaths to fight in a tournament whose winner would be given another shot at life. Name two of these four imitators, if you can. Jesus. One is Primal Rage. Okay, that sounds oh, yeah. like a solid guess. Um, okay, th that's going to be hard to remember. <laughs> yeah, okay. mention that. Uh, so I know Primal Primal Rage because when you were describing that, I was like, "That's Primal Rage." I know that one. Prehistoric uh, spin, yeah. Uh, yeah. One's uh. a style name for a style of animation, and style one is a midway midway designed mimic, which introduced players to the concept of super combos. So. Midway. I mean, like Capcom versus, but that wouldn't be Midway. Uh, yeah. I'm thinking about those like Capcom versus whatever. What was the last one? And then the last, uh, the last one's about uh, fighters who were recruited moments before their untimely death to fight in a tournament like, to have a second shot at life. That one's pretty hard, admittedly. I, I'd uh, say you're okay. better off with the other two. A style of animation or the super combos. What was, what was the first game to have crazy combos and they would have like things like Combo Breaker and stuff like that? That's like Fuck, man, I can't, okay. I can't remember. So, all right, so here are the fighting games that came up in the 90s. So there would be Soul Calibur. That would be one of them. That might be another chance at life. That might be that one. That's, I was thinking there was a Dark Souls is what I... So, with, I will say Soul I mean, Calibur is not one Tekken of them. Is Tekken? Not, so Tekken, no. but is that a style of animation or anything? It's not. No. And, and Tekken was kind of out around Street, that time period. Yeah, so it's not Tekken... Street Fighter uh, wouldn't be an imitator, I don't no, think. No, it preceded of, it, so... Right, exactly, exactly. So I'm trying to think of, like, other ones that would be, like, imitators of Mortal Kombat. Um, the style of animation, Clay... Oh, I think Connor's indicating that Clay is the right way to go. Clay? I was... But I can't think of a video game that was, like, based on that. That was, like, Gumby. <laughs> <laughs> It's like uh, Wallace and Gromit. <laughs> <laughs> it's you're in the right in the right uh, neighborhood. Oh, I don't know that one, God, dude. All right. All right. Yeah, I don't know. This is a, that's a tough one, man. I don't All know right. why we, we can. I should know the it. super combo one, but I don't know it. So. It's okay. We'll, we'll come back to it before I read off the. You're answers. gonna say what it is, and I'm gonna be like, I'm an idiot that I don't know that. Uh, all right, question six for the '95 version of Mortal Kombat. This Charlie's Angel star was due to play the role of Sonya Blade before she broke her wrist in training and was forced to drop out, passing the role to Bridget Wilson Sampras, who had just filming Billy Madison. Name the actress who just missed out on playing the role. Would it be Daryl Hannah? No, it was Charlie's Angels. Would be 
like the newer trailer, like Cameron Diaz. Drew Barrymore. Eric, Eric I think Cameron Diaz. Like Eric Cameron Diaz. Like <laughs> I'll just go like... with Eric's guess. I, okay. I have no clue. <laughs> Uh, question seven, uh, martial artist Louis Tan, who plays the role of Cole Young in the film, just missed out on the lead role in this upcoming 2021 Marvel film before he landed his Mortal Kombat role. Name the 2021 Marvel role he just missed out on. It's like Shang-Chi or whatever. Shang-Chi in the Legend yeah. of the Ten Rings. Okay, yeah. sounds good. Um, all right, with the release of 2021's Mortal Kombat film, as it stands, are there more live-action Street Fighter movies or Mortal Kombat movies? Ooh. Mortal Kombat movies. Well, how many Mortal Kombat's can you think of? There's three, at least, that are live action. But how many? I can only think of one Street Fighter movie. No, there's there's the Legend of. Uh, there's only one Street Fighter. There's the yeah. one where they the, Shun Li or I forget, the girl from Smallville played one of the characters in Street Street Fighter. So maybe that's just two movies then. If we can only think of. Is there another? There's another one. <laughs> there could be. <laughs> I, but... I only know of the very terrible one with Jean-Claude Van Damme and Paul Julia. Yeah, there is another one that came out like 10, 15 years later that was like direct video, I think. But There's um, at, there's at least three live-action Mortal Kombat movies counting the one that came out this year. Yeah, okay. Right, so we'll go with Mortal Kombat. Going with Mortal yeah. Kombat. Sounds good. Alright, question nine. In Mortal Kombat lore, who is the evil Emperor Shao Kahn's father, a fallen elder god who would go on to appear as a playable character in Mortal Kombat 4 and appear in the 1997 Mortal Kombat uh, sequel and its multiple choice? Uh, a, Blood, B, Kataro, C, Ermac, or D, Shinnok? Shinnok. All right. Scott seems confident in Shinnok. that, Eric. <laughs> nice, Eric. Uh, all right. Question 10, your final question. In later games, Johnny Cage and Sonya Blade have a daughter as does their close friend, Jackson Jackson Cassie. Briggs. Both characters would go on to be playable Mortal Kombat characters. Name the two children, Scott. Uh, Cassie multiple... and Jackie. Okay. okay. Uh, so much for more multiple. I was going to give you multiple choice. but you don't... <laughs> Here, well, I'll give you the multiple choice just so you can hear the fake characters that came up. Uh, a is Cassie Cage and Jackie Briggs, which Scott picked and is correct. B is Sonya Blade Jr. and Lax Briggs. Uh, C, C is Joni Cage and Lenora Briggs, and D is Hollywood Cage and Sergeant Briggs. So you would, you would have been <laughs> I I had forgotten how deep Scott's well of Mortal Kombat yeah. knowledge was. So I wasn't trying oh, to make Lord. these too hard. I was hard. real confident on Shinnok a, a second ago. Shinnok is a second ago, but I waited I waited to hear him just to make sure I wasn't Sounds wrong. Good. All right, I'll go over the answers, and and you can submit an answer for that uh, one that seems to be eluding you. If you have a thought, I before. wish. I, Sweeney, do you know? Like, I can't think no, of any. I mean, know it's before I got a system, so I don't. I don't no know where else. All right, um, all right. Question one: The base roster was Johnny Cage, Kano, Luke Kang, Raiden, Scorpion, Sony Blade, and Sub Zero. You were correct. The non-playable characters in one are Goro, Shang Tsung, and Reptile, but you can only uh, face off against them. Uh, according to Ed Boon, who created the series, the main characters are characters of uh, martial arts and sci-fi movie characters. Kano is supposed to be based on Arnold Schwarzenegger's Terminator. Liu Kang is the likeness of Bruce Lee. Raiden um, is based on the lightning wielding yeah. character from Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah, big, yeah. the best Sonya, movie from the 80s. Oh, yeah, for sure. Sonya was loosely based on martial arts star Cynthia Rock Rock. Cheng Sung is also the sorcerer Lo Pan from Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah. And Reptile, Scorpion, Sub-Zero are the ninjas from uh, Enter the Ninja, American Warrior, and Ninja Gaiden. What year, question two, what year did the original Mortal Kombat game debut in? Scott hit it on the head, 92. That's pretty awesome flex there, Scott. Um, Question three, the role of Johnny Cage was based on Jean-Claude Van Damme, who did turn down the role to do Street Fighter. I guess he wanted to star in a movie rather than be an ensemble. I mean... Super Street Fighter is an ensemble, but he's the star of it, I guess. That's the difference. Yeah. Um, question four. Street Fighter also sucks in comparison to Mortal Kombat. Yeah, I would agree. It, it doesn't yeah. have this cool lore. It's just a bunch yeah. of like bro. It's lame. Like m- most of the characters are like American jingoism bros. And it's yeah, like, yeah. Yes. You can also just be Blanca and shock everybody over and over again. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you can be cheap in Mortal Kombat too. So like yeah, but it's more fun. Um, question four, the DLC character that was not a DLC DLC character is in, face, in, is in fact Candyman. So you were right on that. Leatherface okay. was a character in Mortal Kombat 10. 10, I think. Yeah, uh, Leatherface and Predator are Mortal Kombat 10 and Rambo is Mortal Kombat 11. Rambo's fatalities are unsurprisingly very stabby. 
and uh, a lot of yelling if you if you haven't seen that. <laughs> All right, we are back to question five. Any uh, anything to add with uh, the one you, you got? No, one but let me of... let me get ready here to watch Scott's reaction when he say it. I don't think. I mean, one of them is memorable. The other two are kind of lost in time. I would. I mean, say. that's why like pr Primal Rage was memorable. Like everybody played Primal Rage. I think this other one is memorable. It had some sequels and even a reboot recently, but it is one of those ones that you kind of forget the name of. Um, so the imitators are prehistoric spin, primal rage for sure. The other big one, the combo based one, is Killer Instinct. Oh, Killer Instinct. Okay, yeah, I should have. Uh, and then the style of animation is Clay Fighter, which was a Mortal Kombat <laughs> knockoff with Clay Fighter. It was on Super <laughs> Nintendo. I have never even I can't heard believe of I Fighter. got that. Like, well, you, you got the beginnings of it. And I said the, Clay. Um, I was like, that's dumb. Why did I say Clay? The Moments Before Death game is called Eternal Champions, which was a straight Mortal uh, Kombat ripoff that was hmm. not very good. Yeah, uh, I don't know that one either. It's okay. Street Fighter, uh, for reference, was released in 1987, so it predates it by quite a few years in terms of being called an imitator. All right, question six. Uh, was Cameron Diaz, I guess she was cast and was training for it and broke her wrist, so didn't play Sonya Blade, and it went to Bridget Wilson Sampras instead. Question seven, Louis Tan did miss out on Shang-Chi, but got the role of Cole Young, which I don't know if that's an upgrade because it's kind of forgettable, but so. he's, he's, he's a good fighter. I mean, he's got good presence. It's just kind of a bland character. Yeah. yeah he's a very boring character. Yeah. Hopefully uh, they kill him off. I don't know. It seems like they want to focus on him, but yeah, maybe as you get into later movies, they can shift this back to scorpion and sub-zero uh question eight there are three mortal Kombat movies and two street fighter movies so you are correct on that eric is right there is a i didn't even know there was a <laughs> it actually was released in theaters eric i don't even think it went straight to video it had one of the black eyed peas played vega uh question nine shina uh shio khan's father is indeed shinox scott you were right on that and then question 10 the children of Johnny Cage, Sonya Blade, and Jax are Cassie Cage and Jackie Briggs. So nine out of 10 on the Mortal Kombat challenge. That's pretty solid. I know Scott's beating himself up, it. but yeah, a 90%. That was a, tough, uh, that was a tough question. Well, it's a perfect it's a perfect time to close out the episode unless we have any other thoughts on Mortal Kombat. Nope. No, no, just I hope, I hope they make a new one. I hope they get Keanu Reeves. I mean, this has done well, I think. Like it's made dozens of millions. So. Yeah, it's, it's done well. I think uh, I think it, it will necessitate sequels. And it was got it. I mean, he set up the whole thing with Mortal Kombat and then didn't actually show the tournament that they you call. Are, you are hung Kombat. up on, on that tournament not happening, Eric. <laughs> it's the, they're talking about the whole damn movie and then it doesn't happen. Like, well, you need to write a strongly worded letter to Shang Tsung about that. cheating. <laughs> I'll write it to the old Shang Tsung. Oh, there That's you go. The new one. Sweeney, you should play Mortal Kombat 11. It's really yeah, good. maybe I'll check that out. If it's, it's uh, pretty good, yeah. it's good. It's good. What, yeah. it, what, what is it on? What PS4? It's on every. I got it on PS5. Switch. Switch. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. Okay. I'll give it a go. Sure. All right. Well, thanks to everyone for joining us. This is Mandatory Reshoots, and we are signing off for the day. Thanks, Scott. All right. Talk to you guys later. Bye. Oh.